she said. That is what she said. I always like to sing to her. I say fluffy butt. Fluffy, fluffy butt. butt. Fluffy, fluffy, fluffy butt. Fluffy 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 butt. Fluffy, fluffy, fluffy butt. Turn around, stick it out, show the world you got a fluffy butt. Fluffy, fluffy, fluffy butt. That's how it had to end, right? There it is. Mind Gap Podcast. Welcome to Mind Gap. I'm Doug. I'm Justin. And Justin was just slurping his sauce. <laughs> That's how we start Phrasing. this show. No, intentional. <laughs> just like I intentionally, uh, you know, misspoke in my text to you where I said I'll, I'll, I was gonna say I'll meet you there shortly. I was like I'll meet you there shirtless. <laughs> I chose it. I got, it popped up as a suggestion. I'm like, yeah, that's better. Right. I choose you. Well, that's well, when you when you had written that too. Because then I texted you back. I said, is that a request or a statement? Because you, you said no. You said be there shirtless. Yeah. And uh, I was like, are you saying you want, I need you, to be you, there shirtless? Are you commanding me to be there shirtless? Right. Or are you saying you will be there shirtless? I was yeah. very confused. So we both yeah. ended up coming with our shirts off. Yeah. Phrasing. Yeah. Yeah, we did because that's the way I do. Yeah, some of my best. I talked about today. Remember how I used to talk about quotes out of context? Yep. Yeah, there was a girl that said something today. Uh, it was completely out of context. I'm like, I want to write this book. <laughs> the quotes out of context book? Yeah, it, it was something Copyrighted like... Copyrighted if anyone's listening. <laughs> Copyrighted. If anyone's listening. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hopefully there is. Uh, I forget what she said. She said something along the lines of... I can't remember exactly what it was, but it, it was along the lines of... Um, something about us throwing kids at her. Okay. Yeah, nailed that one, guys. Sorry, I couldn't remember it. But there was a guy also at one point in time who uh, he was growing his mustache out for a mustache contest. Okay. He goes, he, he was like stroking his mustache. And he goes, hey, Doug, you want to come over here and stroke it? And I looked at him. I go, I kind of tilted my head. He goes, oh, my God. I, I, I go, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? What do you want me to do there, buddy? He goes, nothing. 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 Just, didn't say anything. I'm like, well, you sure? You sure you want to announce that to everyone? You want to ask anyone else around here what you what you want? You want to, hey, uh, hey, hey, boss, come over here. AJ wants to ask you something. <laughs> Wait, what? No. No, no, no. No, no. <laughs> he does that a lot. I'm always like, well done, buddy. You gotta watch, this. watch that wording, AJ. Yeah, watch that out. wording. My favorite one, though, was uh, my boss asked me. She goes, hey, do you have a sec? I go, I have all the sex. <laughs> and I just go, <laughs> I yelled it too. I yelled it. I go, I have all the sex. And then she immediately busted out and I turned and I go, I, I didn't mean that. I mean, I have all the time in the world for you. I'm the, so sorry. All of the seconds that you were referring to is that I have those for you. Oh, God. She thought she was like, oh, my God. I have all the sex for you. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> no, wait. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's amazing. I oh god, there's there's definitely been times where because uh, we use a lot of it like uh, typing like instant chats at, yeah. at work like desk to desk or department to department and there have definitely been times where I've been typing way too quick and I you send something very whoops that's you're not like, good you're like uh, I'll be right there with the sausage <laughs> so uh, I do have one story to embarrass and he can tell when he comes on he can probably tell it better because I will have him tell this but mm-hmm. uh, Wayne ended up e- accidentally messaging one of our VPS um, 
he thought he was messaging someone else. They're both their names start with J. Uh And they were right next to each other in the chat in the list. And he thought he was messaging his colleague. Uh In turn, he was messaging one of the vice presidents. And he was something to do with with a pussy. And (laughs) you guys can't see me, but my head just went down as soon as he said that. The minute his he goes the minute because he 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 likes to walk around a lot. Wayne will come over and he. He, this was this was like two years ago, but he he hit send. He immediately stood up from his desk and walked over to me, and I've never seen him whiter. Oh and he's just God. like, I might be fired. Oh, <laughs> I was like, What happened? He goes, no. I just I just sent I just sent the wrong I just sent the wrong text to, to I said, Oh God! And I'm not going to say the vice president's name, but I just sent it to her, and I was like, Oh, dude, that's not good. <laughs> that's not good. So he's like, immediately he got back on. He's like, I'm so sorry. That wasn't meant for you. It was a joke. It was out of context and this and this. And I'm so sorry. And I I'm referring mean- to my cat. I'm referring right. to my cat. <laughs> and my cat's named Pussy. <laughs> so he he later on, he goes, it was so, he goes, then she walked by and she didn't say anything. And he goes, I thought, it was one of those where if someone doesn't say something, you're like, oh, it's so awkward. It's so awkward. And so finally he went into her office and like, and she thought it was hysterical. <laughs> she was Lucky like, bastard. she's like, no, she goes, I know how embarrassed you are right now. And this is fantastic. <laughs> and he's just like, just, I'm so sorry. And she's like, it's fine. Just be careful who you're sending things to. Wow. That's and pretty impressive. Which was super cool on her part. Wow. And I, to this day, one of my favorite accidental, you know, store, uh, chat stories. There have been plenty of them. Oh, sure. Where we have... There's a few times where we've had to actually pull espionage moves mm-hmm. where we've like the person will get up and walk away and someone else oh, will message oh, me. Oh, oh. I was sitting next to someone I got sent to accidentally and they're like, oh, shit, I just sent a message about this person to this person. Oh, fuck. And they're like, is the computer still unlocked? And I turned around. I'm like, it is. And they're like, all right, they're over at this desk answering a question for someone else. You have about 30 seconds until they. And so I get up, run over there and I like. You know, delete the message, make sure it's cleared out of the trash bin and this and that. Sit back down and they just round the corner and I'm like, it's clear. And they're like, oh, thank God. Jesus. So there have been some close calls. Hands down, the pussy one has been my absolute favorite. That's hilarious. Yeah, it's it's so much fun. Now now we use a chat system that is monitored on an internal server. uh And so nothing happens because everyone has cleaned up there. Everyone's like, nope. So we all, so everyone now has two or three different versions of chat open. Mm-hmm. We have the one that we use that's an in, the internal company one. And then we all either use Gchat, Facebook, or uh, Yahoo Messenger. There you go. For all of our, Yahoo uh, all of our non-work-related shit. You got AOL Instant Messenger on there, too? Yahoo Messenger upped their game. <laughs> they upped their game, man. Oh, man. They really did. You can. They have an entire GIF library, which makes conversations so much better. That's true. That is fun. Yeah. One of my favorite things to do with people if their computer's still open is I come by and I'll leave a little gift for them on their computer. Usually it's the word poop. I'll put it somewhere if they're writing if they're writing something like a like an email or a, like a word doc, I'll just put in like so they know that it's there. It says like I like the smell of my own poop or something <laughs> like that. Or if they have a dry erase board in their or will office. You, will you like bold it or make it bigger? Yeah. 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 Or or one time this guy <laughs> had like a bunch of windows open, so I just opened up a word document and I shrink I shrunk it down and it said my name is so and so and I like the smell of my own poop and I just kind of like slowly shrunk it and I put it in the left hand corner of his screen and I walked away <laughs> and then like an hour later I just happened to come back to his to his desk and he hadn't seen it yet and all of a sudden he goes whoa 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 what's this what who who did this who did this I was like nice nice I got to watch this 
if they have a dry erase board and they usually people have like a bunch of lists, I'll usually put like a box that says poop and I'll put like a check mark next to like it. It's, it's like, completed. Done. <laughs> done. <laughs> done. I also came up with a rule for someone they were about to, they were nervous to, because they're going to facilitate a, a new class for the first time. Yeah. Well, I go, you know what rule, rule number one is, right? They're like, what? I go, always poop before you facilitate. I was like, so go ahead and take care of that. I'm like, but I don't have to. I'm like, you don't have to now, but what if you have to while you're facilitating? So that became the ongoing joke where it's just like rule number one. <laughs> rule number one. Or number one, always poop before you facilitate. <laughs> he goes, I don't have to go, but I'll just make rule number one jokes the whole time so only you will get them. I'm like, I love it. What's rule number one, class? Rule All one. right. Yeah. All right. Thank you. It's the same. I'm, I'm finding out quickly that's the same thing when you run, mm-hmm. uh, oh, yeah. like distances, because I'll wake up in the morning. I'm like, I'm good. And then I'll go out and I'm like, oh, not good. Opa. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. What did uh, I think? So I can't remember. I don't know if it was you. I feel like it was you who told me this. Someone told me, and I I'm take every time I'm running and I fart, I laugh because in my head, I remember someone told me, never trust a fart after mile 13. Yeah, that sounds about right. Was that you that told me? It wasn't me. me. Do I look like a guy who'd tell you about running mile 13? No, but you look like a guy who might have friends that run mile 13s. (laughs) (laughs) But someone told me, never trust a fart after mile 13. And every time I fart when I'm running, I just, I just cackle laughing nice. because and i know when i'm finally running the 26.2 mile race i will not say it in front of you mm, the what the what <laughs> every time i'm running the big race uh i, I you're kn- running the amazing race that's so cool i know good for you i don't know who i'm going to be partnered with yet but All i right. have a good feeling we're going to win at I, least or come in third that's so good either way i hope it's the rock right <laughs> you and the awesome. rock the celebrity the celebrity amazing race yeah each celebrity's partnered He's up like, with a non-celebrity. Whoa, hold on. Are you the Justin Stralin from MindGap Podcast? <clears throat> I am. Are you just in time? I am. Oh, my God. Are you Todd Hammer? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do it again. Do it again. <laughs> do it again. He did the voice. He did the voice. Guys, he did the voice. He did the voice. <laughs> Can you smell what Todd Hammer's cooking? <laughs> oh, I love it. It's oh, so my good. God. Ah! That one's for me. That one's for you, New York. What's, what's your buddy's name? Eric. What's yes. Name? Yeah, Eric. That one's for you, Eric. We just call him New York. It's, that's for you, New York. Um, <laughs> no, but I know when I'm running the race, it, well, as soon as I hit mile 13, I'm going to I'm going to start busting Boop. up because yeah, I'm just going to start <laughs> shitting violently. Because really, the only people all that can finish the are the people who are cool with pooping themselves. Exactly. Like, they hit yeah. Mile 13. It's just like hitting the brown note. Here's the thing. <laughs> I've, there ha- I've learned something about runners yeah. in the last few months uh, yeah. since I've been since I've been doing this, and that is a lot of shit slides in the running community. Let me rephrase that. A lot oh, of oh yeah, a lot of a lot of things are overlooked in the running community. Like I've been out there, you know, you're running like if there's a bunch of people, eventually you kind of form a pack and then it splits off again. There have been so many times where I've I've run up on someone and just like they just rip a huge one, or I do it. I've seen people just blowing snot rockets. It's like no, you know, adjusting themselves in very uncouth ways. Yeah, it just doesn't matter. It's it's like the theater. Mm-hmm. You're gonna see someone naked backstage because yeah. they're changing, and no one gives a shit. There's nothing erotic yeah, about it. Exactly. There's nothing gross about this. It's just you're you're out for a long yeah. run, and this is gonna happen. So I have heard so many. It's not happened to me. God, please let not let it happen. I, I want to make it through without this happening. But I've heard so many people talk about. They had the urge, and they were like, "Well, nothing, nothing I can do about it at this point." And they just shit themselves yeah. as they're running, and they talk about it as if it's this like, "Nah, I shit myself." Like, <laughs> like that's not a normal thing. We well, run the big race. That's though. not a normal thing. So I'm really hoping I can make it through the entire training and the race without. Well, doing that's that. why it's like you know the day of the really race, hopeful. you don't eat a whole lot before you go. 
<laughs> or the night before. Well, they got a yeah. carbo load, but you know that's usually two nights before. That's right. Yeah. 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 I thought it was funny because one time uh, I went to see my dad at a cross country meet, and so like he was like his team was running everything, and I went to go use a porta potty. Which first of all, porta potties by themselves are just terrible. Like, Man, it's just one step short of just digging a hole and dropping a deuce in or whatever. It's just, I just remember this horrible fear of a kid that's always just falling in. It's just, oh. everything about that place is terrifying. Yep. There's nothing yeah. great about it. And so I walk in and, you know, a whole bunch of runners and things like that. <laughs> so I go in to use it. And someone has literally shit out what looked like it looked like a payday bar. <laughs> just <laughs> nothing, but just, it was a solid log of nuts. And I was like, I was like, you're, look, you're kidding me. No. And I'm just sitting there staring at it. And I'm like, dude, like that didn't get digested at all. Like you're not going to get any of your benefit from those nuts. <laughs> it was just a solid log oh of nuts. Oh my God. I remember going out and telling my brother, and I was like, hey, uh, go check that out. And he goes in and I said, good God. Good God. <laughs> there was like a track coach. That was also hanging out with us. He goes in there, he comes out, he goes, wow, okay. <laughs> and that's a guy who's seen a lot. He's like, okay, that's just straight nuts. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> exactly. Literally. It was so gross. So uh, thank you for hanging out uh, for 12 minutes of poop talk. Welcome to Turd Talk. <laughs> that is Justin and Doug. Apparently what we have devolved to now. Come on, you know with me it always comes down to poop. That there's nothing else that it could come down to. It's like to. that song from Scrub. Everything comes down to poop. Right. That's pretty much my life. Everybody poops. Everybody poops. Everybody poops, and Doug talks about it. And I am not ad, afraid to talk about nauseum. it. Just because you know what? It's a thing, guys. It's a thing. Like It's a law, like water or dinosaurs. Right. <laughs> I just agreed to that. <laughs> like, right. Yes. Naturally. Neither of which are laws, Doug. <laughs> we're going to let that slide, guys. That's right. So uh, while we're talking about sliding and logs, and I got nothing to, to really segue in here. For I, you were cl- you were there. I could see where it was going. Yeah, things that were tightly compacted and maybe rolled up. No, I got nothing. No, you got nothing. So we're gonna talk about the hilarious, uh, <laughs> the hilarious thing known as cultural appropriation. There you go. <laughs> Did something just happen? It sounded like someone just went. I'm running. Oh, <laughs> oh no, Justin! He hit the 13 mile marker. <laughs> So uh, there was this news article that came out recently where these two ladies in Portland, uh, they opened up a burrito cart. And uh, they eventually shut down shortly after because they were accused of culturally appropriating the Mexican culture by opening up a burrito cart. And profiting from it. And profiting from it. So that is sort of the crux of it all. Okay. Um, There's obviously some nuance which we can get into. Sure. But I found this interesting because when it comes to, you know, obviously cultural appropriation, you know, like things like gentrification or things like that, it's a hot button issue. You mm-hmm. know, people that essentially find some other culture interesting and then they use it to their advantage to essentially profit off of it. And that's kind of the thing, you know, the old white man's been doing for a while, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you, Justin. So here's a little bit of background on the story. So... <clears throat> Uh, let's see here. So the two young owners, um, basically were pictured with a burrito cart and the women said they learned burrito making tips while on a 2016 road trip to Puerto Nuevo, Mexico, Puerto Vallarta, Puerto Vallarta, Puerto, Puerto Vallarta, Puerto, 
That's you guys need to go watch a Todd Hammer episode. Todd Hammer episode to get that reference. New York knows what we're talking about. What's up, New York? Uh, so the story said Callie Wilgus and Liz L. C. Connolly, oh boy, lost their minds over tortillas. Um, so they were cold, accused of cultural appropriation. Um, and let's see here. Critics opened up after one of the women said into the story, we were peeking into the windows of every kitchen. That's just fucking creepy. That, without a shadow of a doubt, yes. It's a Mexican tradition to place the tortilla lady at a street side window where her techniques can be observed, but the story didn't elaborate. Okay. So commoners accused them of stealing recipes and techniques from Mexican women. So uh, Mike.com ran a story titled, These White Cooks Bragged About Stealing Recipes from Mexico to Start a Portland Business. So uh, the Mexican women apparently were reluctant to give their secrets to the American women, and that was a red flag for some people. So, so they were reluctant to give. Okay, so they were they so so they still gave them, but they, but were, they were reluctant. reluctant. So while on this trip, yes. Okay, so this other newspaper said that the women had they were predatory and they'd colonized the food style. So. They had colonized the food style. I'm not sure I followed that. The, the idea of colonization, so they basically, it's kind of like, um, um, you know, white people coming and setting up shop and going like, oh, yeah, we're going to take over this now. Okay, it's, okay. It's, kinda, it's a similar way of ah, appropriation to some degree. I, I, I get what you're saying now. Okay, so, yeah. So, um, so let's see here. So some people are saying it's, you know, appropriation. Other people are saying it's over overuse of political correctness. So one person commented, while I think cultural appropriation largely exists, I don't think it can be attributed to a fucking breakfast burrito stand. Uh, this episode of Portlandia is getting way too real, <laughs> is what they said. So that being said, so th- some of the comments were weird, you know, saying that they were peeking in every kitchen um, and that some of these women were, were reluctant to give their tortilla recipes and things like that. What are your initial thoughts on this? Well, I would – so for me – I want to go back to the definition of appropriation. So the definition of appropriation is the action of taking something for one's own use, typically without the owner's permission. Mm-hmm. So with that definition, it, it, it there is the understanding that someone owns something. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, I understand that, you know, culturally you can own something, but to to take it from a very literal standpoint... I don't feel like they stole something that was owned by someone, mm-hmm. first off. Now, cultural appropriation is, is a little bit – so that's, that's just the definition of straight appropriation. Yeah. Cultural appropriation is the adaptation or use of the elements of one culture by members of another culture. Cultural appropriation, often framed as cult- cultural misappropriation, is sometimes portrayed as harmful and is claimed to be a violation of the collective intellectual property rights of the originating culture. Hmm. So by that definition, <clears throat> it's a little, it's a little more true to form mm-hmm. from what as uh, to what happened. Yeah. So, but with all all that having been said, how many people are the, the people who opened Chipotle? Mm-hmm. Are McDonald's? They, you mean? Are they Mexican? No, McDonald's is not Mexican. I'm just you know what I mean. Like the people who whoever whoever is the head of Chipotle right now mm-hmm. are they? And they they might be. I we did I haven't looked it up. Of Taco Bell. Right, I'm saying like yeah. so. I don't understand. I guess I'm confused as to why these two women drew the wrath of everyone when there are, you know, I mean, there's there's Asian places run by white people, yeah. uh, Asian food. There's 
you know, soul food places that I'm sure are not run by African Americans. There are, I, I, you can go around the city and there's find French food that's cooked by Hispanic people. That's what I'm right. I'm just saying, so, like, there's a lot yeah. of you can find that anywhere. So I guess I'm just what I'm confused about is why these two women caught the wrath. I don't understand. I, I guess I don't because I'm not saying cultural. I'm not in any way, shape, or form saying cultural appropriation doesn't exist. Sure, it 100 percent does. Yeah, but at the same time, what I I want to I guess I'm confused as to what was what what was different about these two that caused the the backlash. Yeah, and I'm 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 assuming it's maybe because of again like if, if people were hesitant to give them recipes and stuff and they were peeking into windows, all of that sounds super fucking shady. So well, that I, I guess I think, is, I think that was probably them being silly in the way that they they were wording it like yeah man we were just like meeting everyone we we were picking in every window we could find just to see how this stuff like because it sounds to me and I've read several articles and each one is a little bit different maybe being a little hyperbolic or yeah, yeah. It, to me it seems like they were they had a genuine interest in how the people in this region made burritos and specifically how they made their tortillas. Okay. And I think they, you know, they wanted to figure out how to make it authentic because I think, again, this is just my take on it. I'm a white dude, so here we go. Right. Um, I think I think it's hard. I'll back up real quick. I think it's hard when it comes to cultural appropriation to appropriating cuisine. I mean, I don't know. Like, I don't know how I feel, like, about, like, well, that's. A, I mean, if you eat. food this day is, it's like we're so globalized. Like, there's so many fusion things. You know, there's like right. Korean barbecue and Mexican, right? And right. there's like all the stuff. People take these influences and then they make something else out of it, right? Well, and also, I think food is meant to be shared. Like, yes. it's food is meant to be a. In my mind, like the act of cooking and and eating, like it's a. A lot of it is the celebration of bringing people together and doing it as a group. And, and, you know, you're cooking for a group of people that are your friends. And, yeah, if you're making a buck off of it, that's the restaurant industry. That's capitalism. But, I mean, I don't think – I personally don't think someone is in the wrong for having – really liking burritos or really liking tacos and opening a stand and saying, hey, like I really like this and I want to make it for everyone. You know, I'm going to sell it to you. But if people are buying it, then what's – Can you copyright a cuisine? I don't. I mean, that's the thing. That's 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 what I would love to talk. There's a chef that does cooking demonstrations yes. here at our building. I chef would love Jeff. to. Sh- yes, exactly. No, Chef Austin. No. Um, I would love to talk to him about can you? Because you know, we talked earlier about um, the concept of is is cooking art. Yes. And to that end, on the other side of it, from a business perspective, can you copyright a recipe? Because yeah. you're not the first person to do that. I don't care what you put in it. Someone has done that. Mm-hmm. So for you to copyright that, is that can you copyright a recipe? I mean, that's a great question. I don't think because if can. you can, I don't think that's necessarily appropriation so much as it is flat out just copyright infringement. Well, here's this: the recipe for Coca Cola is well hidden. You know, it's not readily provided. It's a trade secret because that sure. they they figured out the their ingredients and how they build it, and then they hit it under lock and key, and they profit off of it. Sure. So. That's a recipe that you can copyright. So where does the line exist? You know what <laughs> that's I mean? a good point. Yeah, that's a really good point. Because I would also <laughs> argue that if the recipe is readily available to multiple people and you're not trying to keep it confidential, okay. you know what I mean? This is falling under that little trade secret thing we learned, right? Uh, you know, just recently, um, you know, via Doug's learning two, circle two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, 
Um, if it's if you're not attempting to keep it confidential, then it's not a trade secret. That's fair. And, I, I that's fair. And in a trade secret, or at least it can't be protected under trade secret law. <clears throat> right. So it would just basically be a confidential sort of thing. Right. So, but again, you'd have to actively keep that together. So like when you go to a restaurant and you see grilled cheese, like at the Scout a local place nearby. They're like, it comes on this type of bread, it's got this kind of cheese, and it's got bacon. Right. They tell you what it is. And for the life of me, I've tried to reciprocate, you know, Chinese food, and I can't fucking do it. Like, I cannot get it to taste the Re- way that recreate. I get from... I'm sorry, I said reciprocate, didn't I? I want to reciprocate. I was like, what are you giving to them? You're like, what are you giving to them? My money? No, fair enough. <laughs> but I, 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 try to, I try to make that stuff all the time. I cannot... Get the texture right. I right. get the flavors right. I get the rice wine vinegar. I get the soy sauce. I mean, I get everything you think you you got yeah, it. Yeah, I don't add it. And yeah. I'm just like, this doesn't taste the same. Right. Like, how do they do it? Right. And you know, so to that extent, I feel like if you have a recipe and you don't want anyone else to know it, and you want, I suppose, to some degree, you probably could copyright it, or at least the you know make it confidential and be like, I'm never showing anybody this recipe ever. Right. Only I'm going to cook it and I'm never going to give it out. Right. No one will ever have it. So to that degree, I guess you could probably try to do that. So the fact that while it's said in the article that the women in that Mexico area were reluctant to give away the stuff, they still did. So I don't feel right. like I don't I, feel like the women held them at gunpoint. Were like, you give me your tortilla recipe. Right. I'm obviously being an asshole about what I'm talking about that. But even if they didn't... I mean, you, even if they didn't get that, they can they can still see in general how to make a tortilla. So like again, yes. if they maybe let's say let's say if they did not go down to 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 uh, where did they go in Porto Puerto Nuevo I Puerto think. Nuevo, if they did not go down there and they didn't get this and they just looked up how to make a tortilla mm-hmm. and they experimented and they figured it out mm-hmm. right they 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 saw the basis and then they were like let's what if you throw this in there what if you throw this and they did two hundred tests in their kitchen they finally found the recipe they liked. And then they found a marinade for their beef, and they found a marinade for their vegetables, and they did whatever, and they they constructed their burrito, mm-hmm. and they put it out there. Again, it's a, uh, a claim to be a violation of the collective intellectual property rights of the originating culture. Is that still in violation of the intellectual property well, great, of Latin Americans? Question. Like again, if they if it wasn't like using someone. A, a local's recipe, if they had just done that, would they have still drawn that? Because, again, then I go back to, what about Taco Bell? What about yeah. Chipotle? What about sure. Codobo? What about um, Choco? Or not Choco. Um, whatever Rick Bayless's restaurant is. Yeah. Frontera. Yeah. Um, he's got another sandwich shop. I think it's yeah. Choco or something. But what about all these other Mexican restaurants that that don't have, you know – that, that that probably don't have either uh, a Mexican or a Latin American at the heart of the company yeah. that may be being run by a white person. Like, I, I just don't understand why this was – why they felt the wrath of this. Sure. And I'm, I, I'm open to hearing why. Yeah. I'm not saying they were right. Sure. I'm just struggling – I don't to, understand. I'm just struggling to understand what about this – was the issue like where yeah. where did the like the real core of the issue come up? I think it, like I said, I think unless it they were down. just complete assholes about it, and they were like you know, and they were like, I didn't read it that way. But we're some of those you know, things. We're Latinas. Yeah, you know, we're doing right. this. Like I can I, look, I can see that happening. Like yeah. I can see them being complete. You know, just fucking you know, yeah, cunts about it. I'm gonna say it, but whatever. Um. <laughs> 
Well, the thing is, like, I, I feel like based on some of the quotes that they had and everything like that, it was it was it was weird to a little bit. But it, for me, it didn't throw me off. And then also, some people were like, "Well, did they did they pay those women in that Mexico area for their for their information? Are they compensating them for that?" I'm like, I don't know. Should they? I mean, is this a situation where you you know, if I were to get uh, the recipe for bird dog spaghetti, should I owe bird dog, you know? Uh, you know, uh, a royalty. Fuck yeah, you should. <laughs> Justin's going to get real serious. Bird dog. Justin knows. We're this. not fucking around anymore, we Cochran. Now we got. Let's bring it. You brought it home. You're stealing bird dogs. Bird dog spaghetti recipe. Right. Well, I'm saying like again, like to to what we were. You know, like would you, like you just know? Bird dog is an old friend of Justin's dad who was a firefighter and he used to make a spaghetti and it was. They called was, it bird dog spaghetti, right? Nicknamed bird dog and called it bird dog spaghetti. It's so. really good. Um, it's cheesy, meaty. It's great, but I mean to to make to take it to a different point, like the like I'm I'm mostly I'm Swedish. Mm-hmm. So if I taught someone how to, if I taught you how to make a Swedish meatball, which I don't know how to do, but if yeah. I did, and I taught you how to make that, and then you went out and opened a Swedish meatball truck. Is that cultural? I, I am I do do I owe you something for that? I don't you know? know is the thing. And again, like I'm I'm open to hearing the arguments. We probably I, should be have in fairness. We should probably have someone who is not a white male mm-hmm. on this podcast to discuss yeah. this because we might not be the most sure educated people to do this. But I but guess I also think that's important because you know yes we are two white males. But I think what's important is the conversation. You know what I mean? Like we're getting to the, the yeah. to the root of all this, which is like well we're we're yeah. We're yeah, I guess that's the big thing for for the listeners too is that like I mean I've I've you know there's there's this the concept of like you're not allowed to talk about certain things or I'm if I'm nervous to talk about this thing if I'm if I'm a certain race or if I'm a certain color or if I'm a certain you know creed or mm-hmm. orientation or whatever I'm not allowed to talk about or have an opinion or ask a question about this thing yeah. and I think that is a dangerous way of thinking because. Having the converse, if it's a healthy, respectful conversation, sure. I think that's the kind of conversation that drives it drives society forward, and it mm-hmm. helps you find answers and common ground. Yeah, it helps break down any barriers that that are causing the friction between people, and actually helps, uh, uh, for lack of a better word, the healing process. Well, now more than ever, we need to do this. Like, hundred percent, so yeah, polarized. And I feel like you know, in the past, Justin and I have had topics that we're curious about, but we've been a little nervous to talk about it because we're like, we've shied away from a lot of topics because yeah. we didn't think that we were allowed to talk about it. But I think yeah. moving forward, like it's it's not that we're drawing a hard line opinion and going. This motherfucker right here, like yeah. we're it's legitimately a curious conversation that we yes. want to just find. We want to find answers for. Because for me, like when, when I think about heritage and me myself personally, I'm a mutt. Like I don't have like hundred percent. I'm not sitting there. I'm like, oh, my proud Kirksville, Missouri heritage. Right. I'm mostly Swedish. I don't claim it. I don't know how to speak a lick of Swedish. I'm Scottish. I I'm wish I was English. something different. I'm a little bit <laughs> Swedish. Like I, who fucking cares? I'm more I, Swedish than you. I mean, yeah, you are with a name like Strandland. I'm more Scottish than you. Fuck, you are freedom. That's all I got. <laughs> but but you do it so well, so well. Like I, I don't. So for me to hear something like this is interesting because I don't claim anything, <coughs> and I don't have anything where someone was like, "Dude, I totally saw you make your your Doug mac and cheese, and now I'm making it, and I'm making money off of it." I'd be like, "All right, cool." Cool. You probably make it better than me anyway. Make sure you make sure you don't forget to put this thing in it. Yeah, <laughs> like helping right. him out. Yeah, I don't. I I don't know. Like, I would I, not be mad. But then again, this is a way of life for people. It's something that they're true. known for. I'm guessing that if they had not, I think from if I'm if I'm 
breaking this down for myself correctly, I think probably what the issue is is that they went down to a country, got specific, for lack of a better word, secrets from them, and then used them to profit. I'm assuming that's what the issue is. If they had Googled how to make a tortilla, Mm -hmm. figured it out, tested it themselves, maybe it would have been different. But I, I I I think the fact that they actually took the time to go to a country talk to locals, get their recipe, and then bring it back to another country yeah. and make money off it, I'm, a, I'm my guess is that's where the issue is. I also think this would be a separate one, too. Like, what if they had family down there and they just, over the summers growing up, would go down and visit and the well, family, would, they had family would make that. And then they were like, you know what? I am so inspired by this trip that I had and this food that I'm going to make my own version of this. But if they had family down there, I don't think that'd be appropriation because that would be their culture. Well, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, like, you know, it's like... I used to travel up to uh, northeastern Iowa when I was growing up. Tell me about the culture up there. Okaboji. <laughs> you remember Okaboji? Okaboji! Okaboji! I do remember Okaboji! So I would go... I'm sorry, northwest Iowa. And, you know, it'd be like... I used to go don't up there... Don't ever fuck that up again. Don't Connor. ever fuck that up. Northeast and northwest Okaboji Iowa do not, fuck you they up. do not get along. And I used to always get this uh, these licorice pigs at this candy shop. That's so, and I so much fucking like loved Iowa. them. It was so good. What if all of a sudden, because of those great memories I had getting that, I decided to make my own licorice pigs? You know, and but sell is there them. anything culturally significant about the, the dude? Licorice there's pigs? nothing more Iowan and Okabojian than licorice pigs. I feel like Iowa and Okaboji are both very rooted in Native American, and yes. I don't think anything is less Native American than licorice pigs. Yeah, that's totally something that I belongs there. disagree. That, you know? Well, let's say that it was. Sure. Let's say that was like, man, this is what this place is known for for hundreds of years. People uh, came sure. to get the licorice pigs. All right? All right, we'll go with that. You know, and then I was like, situation. man, these were so good. So good. And I was inspired to make my I was like, you know what? I'm going to make you my own. And you talked to someone who makes the licorice pigs. You got the recipe. Well, maybe not even that. Maybe I just based on that, I was like, man, I want to make my own licorice. And then I started doing that, and I made it on my own based on my inspiration and my influence from growing up. That's how people have done everything. I made licorice koalas. I made licorice koalas. <laughs> that was terrible. Dude, we did Australian on that utter nonsense ah, game. Ah, damn it! I was awful. I left way too it early. It was so good. We played this game, utter nonsense. I don't know if you guys S- have ever tangent. played it. S- mind gap. Yes, mind gap. And uh, the idea is essentially cards against humanity, but you have to say your your awful phrases in a certain accent. That's, That's drawn. amazing. And, I mean, it can get really, really uncomfortable. Initially, I had thought, like, what is, what, because I'm like, all right, you got British, Asian, Russian, French. English, Amer- or English. Russian yeah, was yeah. on there. You would have killed it, the Russian one. And the French, and you got all the, the general, you know, Scottish, all this simple accents. And then in my head, I'm like, well, what do you, like, are they going to, like, pull out, like, Swahili? Like, yeah. how, like, things people don't know? And they got really creative with it. They had, like, whisper accent, oh. drunk Yes. They had uh, orgasm, orgasm, which I'm like, these are brilliant. It was uh, such a fun game. Singing, rapping. Gang. We might need to grab that game and do a mind gap on that game. Oh, that'd be so much fun. That'd be a lot of fun. Uh, there was gangbanger, gangbanger, right? Which was not the like sexual side of that, <laughs> but you know, that would be an interesting interpretation of that. Here you go. Yeah, it's just ah 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 ah. <laughs> Ow. Ow, 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 oh, 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 oh. Yeah, I want to I wanna auto-tune that. <laughs> Put that in the song. So anyway. So anyway, back to the cultural hilarious topic yeah. of cultural appropriation. Um, so I, I think, I think you, you, you do offer a great point here. The, their trip was specific to them learning about making tortillas. Right. 
And that's a quote out of context I'd love to capture. Their trip was specific to learning about making tortillas. Um, so because of that, it almost seems like it was motivated. I think orig- I think it was based on they loved that culture and they loved making that food so much that they wanted to get it right. I, I, I'm, I'm obviously projecting onto this. Sure, absolutely. Because I truly believe that they weren't out to be like, we're going to take advantage of these people. We're going to claim to be. We're going to yeah. be. We're, we're not Rachel Dolezal or whatever yes, her name was. That yeah. was. Yeah, I'm, I'm black. Yeah. yeah, they were literally. Yeah, I'm going like, to appropriate this cult. Because I feel like that was cultural appropriation. No? Oh, boy. We're opening up a box. Here. Let's not go down there because I forgot a lot about that story. <laughs> so I, I that comes down to is take back that comment. Well, let's let's look at we can we can do a quick mind gap here. Maybe maybe right. really longer than quick. That's what she said. Maybe that's what he said. Who knows? Uh, man, I'm getting distracted tonight. Um, <laughs> you should have heard Doug prior to the the oh, mind. Man, the you would have thought I was going to punch a wall. I was Ooh, so angry. He was. Oof. You were redder than a strawberry. You don't don't breed. Um, so. <laughs> um, I heard this on a podcast where someone asked the question, is race a social construct? Is race a social construct? Is race a real thing or is it a social construct? Interesting. Because really, what is the difference between, say, an African person, a Swedish person, an Asian person, an Australian person, a Canadian person? Besides... And I'm, Besides pigment, with, well, I was going to say, I mean, and I, I mean this partially facetiously, and I mean this partially mm-hmm. seriously. Besides pigment, um, cultural experiences, mm-hmm. where they live in the world, mm-hmm. um, I mean, besides everything, <laughs> I mean, like someone, someone who lives in Sweden, their, their, I don't want to say reality, but their their experiences mm-hmm. growing up are going to be vastly different than someone who grows up in Africa. But is someone who is Swedish a different race than someone who's from America? Well, I mean, we're all in the human race. Oh, shit. Doug. Oh, shit. Guys. Just drop the mic on that one. Oh, guys. Put your put your pipes down. He just said it. Is I mean, is that what you're getting towards? Though, Mike, well, cause and all, all joking aside, all joking is that, aside, is that what like, you're? Is that what? Is that what the? What's the is? difference between someone from Sweden and someone from America? I mean, when besides you, America's wrapped in the freedom of the American race, America. I just, cannot just tell. America but make is just getting jizzed in free. Like they're getting yeah. covered in freedom jizz right now. Or what's the difference between a Canadian and American? There's jokes abound there, but let's stay away from. America. <laughs> All right, I gotta focus up. <laughs> yeah, um, is Canadian a different race than? No, American? absolutely not. I think that's Caucasian. Are all Caucasians Canadian, and are all Caucasians American? No, but I think it's it's the same as like, oh, and then of course I'm gonna try to make a math reference, and I'm gonna fail miserably. Use the quadratic <laughs> equation, Justin. It's the only way, and then solve for x. A plus b equals c. Was that right? That's Pythagorean a, theorem. A squared plus b squared equals c, c squared. C squared. Pythagorean theorem. Okay, I was close. Uh, <laughs> um, another mind gap. I mentioned the word trigonometry today. Oh, good for you. And I realized I have no idea what trigonometry is. Oh, so that good made for me you, sad. Buddy. Um, and I'm a college graduate, <laughs> so. That's the American school system for you. <laughs> Nailing it. Uh, no, I mean it's so you know one thing. It's the it's it's, it's the whole thing where you go like, this is always that, but 
that is not always this. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Like, I again, I cannot sure. come up with a good fucking concept or a good example, but sure. I would say that yeah, not all Americans are Caucasian, but not all, but all. Shit, I don't even fuck. I'm, I'm talking myself no, into hey, a quarter. I, you're making a good effort I, here. I I'm like just it. saying, yeah. So between Canadians and Americans and Irish and English, no, that's the same. I would say that's the same race. They're they're. Now that I'm saying it, I mean it's you. You bring up a valid point. Now that I I'm trying, it was fascinating. now that I'm trying to rationalize it, it's almost the sports thing. It is in my head. I'm like, no, because I, in my head, I know what. Like, I can I can of, name the countries yeah. that are the same race. But again, then is it a country thing? Is it a like? That's a really good point. Then because like, that's also something to consider. Shit, like, that's a good fucking point, Cochran. What? Well, I wish I could take credit for it, but it's something to ponder because what's the difference between an African person? And someone from South America. I mean, yes, there's the pigment and things like that. But outside of that, what's the difference? They're human beings. You know what I mean? Like, so is this something? Because, I mean, well, think also, about it. But, but cult. Well, see, but then you got yes. then you bring in culturally. So the English culture is way different than the American culture. So that's, that's, but again, the, a good, but that's the, a hard one to argue. Yeah, culture, you can talk about how things that's are different in their lives. But what separates them from each other? They are human beings. And other than the pigmentation of their skin... And the general uh, map, or uh, what's the hierarchy of needs? Oh, Maslow's hierarchy of needs. I mean, outside of that. Yeah, yeah. like, how are Everyone they different? Everyone shares that, and, and yeah. And because you think also, in the over the history of time, people have used race, and this is quoting, I can't remember the guy that was on Joe Rogan's podcast, but he was... Gandhi. It was not Gandhi. He did a great job of basically breaking this down, saying that race was a way that we were able to put other people in lower classes... And control them. Interesting. I mean, even if you take something like, you know, Italy, for mm-hmm. example, which... There's um, definitely lower class than... I mean... Even I'm joking, Italy. I love you. In different parts of I Italy... I in like, wish I was Italian. Like northern Italy or things like that, or places that were close to, like, you know, the Vatican and things like sure. that, were looked upon higher than those as you go to southern Italy and to like, like places like Sicily was right. considered like... Like, it was that was the Australia... Of of uh, Italy, those guys were the yeah. freaks. The further you got to Africa and stuff like that, people were like, "Oh Christ, right. look at these guys!" Oh, the Sicilians—they're not Italian; they're Sicilians. And what's yeah. the difference? Right. They are human beings right. who are just have this system that was in place that racially. I think it's a compelling thing. I don't know for sure on it, right. but so when you bring up uh, Rachel. D- Dulles, Dulles. I closed the tab. I can't remember her name. Whatever. It took me literally twenty minutes of staring at it while you were talking I to s- figure out what the fuck it, how to say her yeah. name. Yeah. So for her, what's so Dolezal? Dolezal. Yeah. So she identifies as black. Is that is that wrong? Well, then you get into the entire how do you identify? Sure. So we've got you know the the you know uh, trans mm-hmm. uh, you know gender binary gen- like you've got all the. Mm-hmm. All the all the the terms that we've we've talked about in the past and, and that sure. have kind of been in the news media the last two years or so, like how how someone identifies, you know, you might be have been born a, a man, but you identify yeah. as a woman or, or vice versa, or you might identify as neither, and you don't want to you don't want a pronoun to define you. So sure. how do you, so yeah? So who's to say that you can't identify as a different p- pigment or, yeah. or or race or culture? I, I yeah. mean that that's another thing, like. Maybe I identify as an English person, but I've never lived in England. Like, or maybe what, you were born a Saxon, but your heart is that of a Dane. Well, I was a Saxon, so I will never be a Dane. Yeah. That was a throwback to Uhtred. No, I know what it was, Doug. I just wanted you to know. I'm just saying, fuck Conan High School and fuck Hoffman High. 
Well, okay. Schomburg Saxons forever. Always. Forever. <laughs> I was just about to sing the Schomburg fight song. <laughs> what is it? And I stopped myself. Here we go, Schomburg. Here we go, toodle do. Toodle do. We were upper middle class, so toodle do makes sense. A lot of sense. <laughs> but I, I don't know. That's a fascinating no, that's, thing. I mean, that's a really good point because, like, can you, you know, again, not condoning what she, what, what her whole thing was but can you if you can if you can identify as a different gender what is what is where's the line drawn when it comes to identifying as a different race or culture or Mm -hmm. or whatever it may be yeah yeah i I, that's a really good oh man i I don't even know where do you begin to unpack this who do you talk to well, to get an official ruling much smarter people where's than the I, judge for sure because when i listen to joe rogan's podcast joe rogan was joe rogan i have to use his full name joe rogan joseph rogan joseph quentin rogan um i he was saying that he was trying to make the argument that there was a difference you know physically between those people because he's like look yeah an asian person generally has a different eye Sort of like makeup than sure. someone else, but different the guy, hair texture. But the guy was like height. Yeah, the guy was like he was like fine, okay, and then what, and what else, and what else? He, he kept goes, pushing him. Yeah, he just kept going. Okay, yeah, yeah. fine, that's correct. And then what? Like what? What is the difference? Right. What does it boil down to? Right, but you have different eyes than I do. Yeah. So does that mean we're different? Right. I mean, that, yeah. Like you could you could make that like you exactly. don't have hair. I have hair. Are we different races? You're yeah. taller than I am. I'm shorter than you are. Does that make us different races? Yeah. So you could make that argument regardless, yeah. right? Your dick is huge. My dick is teeny. Yeah. You know? Does that make a difference? You don't know that. Or do you? Um, but yeah, I think it's it's more along the lines of, you know, why do these things exist? Right. And a lot of it boils down to, I think it's our tribal nature as as humans. You know, we grew up in tribes and we find a tribe that's different and then all of a sudden they're our enemy. Because they're different from us, you right. know, they're, they're, you know, and so it kind of like that was our nature to sort of. I think we naturally categorize stuff. That's kind of what we do because we can be like, it all this it, stuff is dangerous. All this stuff is okay. Yeah, you know, it's it's just kind of our nature to do that. So to see a particular group of people, and if for some reason they were easy to conquer, and all of a sudden they were used as slaves, and we're like, nah, they're lesser humans. Right, they're a different race. Right, so. Bleh. You know, and that's been done throughout human history. Yeah, I mean, I mean, one they place did. conquers another place. They, you know, capture them, they enslave them, and all of a sudden they're at a lower, lower you point know, in the social scale. Exactly. Yeah. So that's been going on for ever since humans existed. I mean, that's a fantastic point. It really, yeah, yeah. it really blew my mind when I thought about that. I was like, "Fuck, yeah, I, that, yeah, that makes sense." Like, what is the difference? And I always find it hilarious when people get so hung up on it. Like, white supremacists are hilarious to me. Oh, they're insanely hysterical. They're so hilarious because they're just like, you know, I've never understood for two things. One, when people are like, we have to save our religion. Our religion is, there's more of this other religion than us. We have to save it. I'm like, who fucking cares? Right. Two, our race. Our race is going away. I'm like, who fucking cares? Like, mathematically speaking, we're all going to be brown at some point. If we keep on this way and everyone intermingles, we'll all be brown. Right. That's the answer. Some shade of something. It will yeah. be some shade of brown. It's going to happen right. at some point in time. And it's just like, it, to some people, that scares them. Right. Because they look at white people and they're like, look at our history. We've been awesome. I'm like, have we? I was like, have we? Have we? And now that I'm just like, and so what? Like, Right. What, what, we can only breed with other white people. I'm like, uh, what? what? Why? I, no, I know. I know. It, it, it's yeah. 
Well, and especially when you think of like more wars have been started out of out of uh, out of religious purposes, yeah, than than any other than any other uh, not rationale, but and than any other. Uh, I don't use purpose again, but yeah. more wars have been birthed out of religious reasons than any other reason. Mm-hmm. That is so contrary to what most religions teach. Yes, it's hysterically hypocritical yeah. of every fucking religion out there. Yeah, and so to to. To worry about your religion, you know, we're going to go to war because our religion is about is is in danger. Yeah. Well, you are now a, you're doing a the exact opposite of what your religion is stating that you should do. Yeah. You know, we're going to go to war because our culture is or our race is this or that. It there there's no logic to that. Yeah. There's absolutely no logic to that because again, what show me show me empirical uh, scientific evidence. That shows that one culture or one race, however you want to define that, mm-hmm. is superior to another. Yeah. Show me. Show me and maybe I'll get on board. But f- you can there, argue it doesn't that, exist. You could argue at different times these different cultures had ebbs and flows of power. You know, like sure. that at one point in time this But from a had, scientific standpoint, sure. show me show me how yeah. you, you know, Mr. Mr. Supremacist, show me yeah. how your culture, your race, where on the scientific show me some test tube. That yeah. has the thing that I can observe under a microscope yeah. that shows me that this is better than this other thing. Exactly. You know, I that it it's and everything that's based on is stereotypes. It's it's 100%. things. It's yeah. things that like are generalizations of an entire group of people. Where I'm like, look, man, the same thing can be said about white people. Yeah. Oh you know? God. Or you want to generalize? You want to generalize or white supremacists? Canadians, right? Or the Dutch? Or you know, you go the fucking Dutch. The Dutch. <laughs> I mean, you look at that; those things exist, to, you know. Yeah, man. And it's like, why, why bet it all on that sort of stuff? It doesn't under, it doesn't make any sense to me I, at all. And I, I find it incredibly hilarious, just as much as like flat Earth people. Those people are the funniest fucking people. Yeah. On this great Earth that on is this round. Flat Earth. Have you ever seen anything from those guys? The flat Earth people. Yeah. I mean, I've I've heard people who still believe it, but I I haven't. I've never really like seen their I stumbled across. their rants and raves. Oh, you found I, it! I told you that day. I go, Justin, I'm not. I'm in trouble. I found it was. Oh, that's right. You did message it was, me. Yeah, it was a Facebook group called Christian Truthers, Ooh. and I was like, I gotta see where this goes. Well, I'm clicking on this. Well, we gotta go, and it was some of the dumbest and funniest stuff I had seen. Yeah, and the best part was the guy that was defending a lot. <laughs> he showed this picture of an Earth that was flat. And that it was covered in like a dome. And he goes, this is why rainbows, you only see half a rainbow. And I was sitting there going, oh, man. And I it am- wasn't, and you're 100% sure it wasn't satirical. People were asking this guy questions, and he was like defending it. Oh, boy. Like, he, the, the, are you familiar with like how the oh, flat God. earth, like what their sort of lay, doctrine is? Lay it on me, Cochran. So they believe lay it on me. that the, the earth is flat. And I don't know all the specifics, but I know certain things. The earth is flat. I'm so into this right now. Right, the earth is flat. And people are like, well, how come we just didn't fall off the earth? They're like, well, there's impassable ice walls. Oh, okay, all right. there, and, and planes can't fly over them. Oh, interesting. Because A, they're not built that way, and, and, and B, the governments have all agreed that people shouldn't go there. 
yes. I'm so into this. And I'm like, I'm so into this. I'm like, oh, why did you not share the link with me? I'm Uh, so into this. I, I, I didn't really. I was like, look, man, you're probably busy today. Like, I don't. I'm never too busy for that kind of shit. I got locked in. I was like, oh, and I read the whole. Like, people were like, this is so fucking stupid. They're like, no, wow. Like, because guys, like, people like, we fly over the North Pole all the time. He goes, no, they don't. He goes, no. He's like the flight plan from like, <laughs> from like L.A. to Beijing or like New York to Beijing involves you flying over the North Pole. Does it really? Yeah, I did not realize that because it's quicker because you go over the top of the globe. I didn't realize it. So again. like, oh, that, I mean, it makes a lot of sense. I just yeah. never thought of that. And they're sitting there just <laughs> saying thing. They're like, no one's discovered the North Pole. And someone's like <laughs> listed the guy that found it. He goes, uh, this guy. Have you looked? At it? Like, yeah, I can make up stories too. Like the the responses were just so like just ridiculous that's and this guy answered every single comment and i was just like what are you talking about wow i'm not good enough at physics science or whatever to give them the empirical proof that sure, they need sure, but sure, people yeah. are like well you know uh the horizon's flat so that means it's a flat earth i can't see a curve over there that just yeah. ends yeah they're like and they just don't understand like the math of the physics of it all sure, like, yeah. they're like no actually <laughs> if you go up high enough you do see that there's a curve, right? In and the other because people are constantly taking pictures from planes all the time. Yeah, like, yeah. look, this is this and this is that, and yeah. they just don't believe it. Well, what about the pictures from space? I don't. You see a curve? Oh, it's flat. They're saying that those are all fake. They're all fa- of course they are. They're faked. Uh, you know, of course they are. NASA. What is so? What is space? Does they believe space exists or not? I, I, th- I believe so. Because that would be very interesting. Yeah. I kind of want to have one of them on this podcast. Oh, my God. I don't know if I could handle that. Oh, I would love that. Yeah. The flat, it's it's something that in this day and age, it's insulting to me that someone would consider that. Because a lot of people in that same vein yeah. uh, believe that uh, the sun revolves around the earth. Oh, are you for real? So... Was this what you guys were talking about the other night? <laughs> oh, great. Okay. I came so, into the very tail end of this conversation, and I was yes. like, what are we talking about here? Um, all Not all flat earthers are geocentrics, but all geocentrics are flat earthers. There's a perfect there example go. of what I was looking for. Exactly. Thank you. Because a lot of people were like, you know. How- so they're called geocentrics. Because I that's because that used to be the, the phrase for uh, the people who thought that the earth was the center of the universe. All right. So they thought everything revolved around the earth. So the sun revolved around the earth. And all that. So people are saying that now with the sun, that the sun revolves around the earth. And okay. People are like. No, it's not how it works. It does not work that way. And people just think that again when it comes to like conspiracies and yeah. stuff like that. I'm like, guys, you realize how many people would have to be in on this, and how many people would have to keep quiet about this, right? In order to make sure that no one knew, like, what? There's just this general agreement from all the world leaders. It's like we don't go past the ice wall <laughs> because that's where, <laughs> that's where the White Walkers. That's what I was gonna say. Because that's where the White Walkers are. <laughs> Wait, is George R. R. Martin a flat earther? <laughs> is George R. R. Martin part of our government? <laughs> I feel like he might be. So all of our criminals basically get a choice. You can either go to the wall and serve out your time to make sure no one gets by, or you hang out in a prison. <laughs> I love it, and I hate it all at the same time. Yeah, it is. it was infuriating because I went and saw... Dude, there was this rambling-ass post about this guy who... Was oh, fucking God. up his life. He was on drugs. He could barely hold down a job. And then 
he came across the flat earth. And at first he didn't believe it, but the more he looked into it, the more it made sense. And from that point on, he started, you know, getting in touch with God, and then his life started improving. You know, he kicked, he, he, the first, the hardest thing he ever done was just get rid of smoking. He stopped smoking. And he got a job, found a girlfriend. He started getting on track with life. So it all makes sense. That's literally like how that went down. I was like, what is the connection between this and the flat earth? So wait. I don't understand. So he said, I believe in flat earth because I quit smoking. I got a girl flying. That that was his. This rambling mess of words was more or less him saying, give me one second. I want to see just for the sake of this. I know we're kind of running out of time. But I want to see if I can find this because <laughs> I'm very curious. I because uh, none none of what you just said in my head. I'm like I'm very I'm failing to make any sort of connection to, to what this. Yeah, trust oh me. I God. read it and I was like, what, 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 what? I, I this, this doesn't make any logical sense. <laughs> and I gotta find it. Please, please, please. Let me find this. Bear with me. We're gonna bear with you. Yeah. Yeah, we're bearing. Our... We're bearing with you. I am as as Doug looks at this up. I am. God, uh, they're about they're anti-vaxxers too, which just infuriates me. <laughs> like, I feel like that's a whole other thing we oh, could talk that's about. A, that's a whole other thing we could talk about. Oh my God! Come on, come on, baby, come on. Baby. Are you are you trying? God, to look, they post so much. Oh, you're trying to look it up, and oh, I love it. I'm I'm on their page. They post so much. It doesn't. Oh my God! It's memes for days. Memes for days. Oh God! Come on, Doug. You got it. I can't. Come stop. on, Doug. I can't stop. Here if we I go. Stop and look, it'll be too much. I'm gonna give you five seconds. Oh, I'm not gonna. Four, five. guys. I'm so sorry. Three. It's not gonna happen. Two. Really, I can't even remember when. Dude, I'm only on Sunday. Mar- Good lord, they post that much, dude. I'm like just. Uh, uh, nope. Uh, you're done. I'm only on Saturday. Call it. Look what I'm doing. Look what I'm doing. Look what I'm doing. Just oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, now I see how... It's still Saturday! I see how quickly Doug masturbates now. Oh, God. I've never seen someone swipe like this. Oh, I'm done. <laughs> and again, phrasing. Please, phrasing. Oh, for fuck's sake, man. This bums me out. Fuck you guys for posting so much, you bastards. Well, we'll have we'll have an update on that story. Hopefully I can find it. We can just post it on yeah, the Facebook We'll have page. an update. For, I guarantee we'll have an update for that story. We'll, Doug won't give up for the, with ah, this. I found it! All right, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Victory! All right, here we go. I'm going to read this verbatim. Hit it. I'd like to share something with you all that I've only told a few. First, I would like to say that I was saved in 2006 and took Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. Also was baptized when I was born. So there you go. All right. So throughout my life, I've always seen deep messages through my ups and downs. So about a year and a half ago, my car broke down, lost my job of three years because of it, and had to move into my friend's place. Through all of that, I didn't lose my spirit. So I prayed and asked for guidance, in which around this time, I didn't pray in a while. That's right. That's verbatim what I just said. So I moved into my friend's. I got a job stocking shelves around the corner, which was a blessing. After a week, I had a dream. I was in a pitch black darkness, and a bright white light appeared brighter than the sun in front of me, and there was a bright light behind me also. But the bright light in front of me had a shadow of a cross in it, and the shadow was my body with my arms open towards it. I know it sounds crazy, but I woke up questioning, was that God? Was I going to die soon? So I was kind of scared and kind of excited to know what I saw. My mind was full of wonder. You know how many people see the light when they have out-of-body experiences? 
I've had one, but only seen myself sleeping while I was floating around my bed a year before I got saved. <clears throat> Hang in there, guys. So I looked up bright light in a dream dictionary, and it said, <laughs> and it's, it said it meant guidance and success. So I got goosebumps. Of course this was God answering my prayer, right? And so I went on with my days asking what he, what is he guiding me towards. A month went by, and I kind of brushed off going on with my everyday life. Than, the T-H-A-N, out of nowhere, I quit smoking cigarettes. And trust me, it was the hardest thing I've ever done mentally. I know he helped me with that. Also quit smoking weed, in which I was looking for a better job to get clean for. That wasn't as hard. Started going back to the park, working out, and I gained about a good 30 pounds, mostly muscle. <laughs> that could be dissected, but whatever. Then out of nowhere, I got introduced to the flat earth concept. I laughed at first. But I didn't shut it down completely. I watched videos disproving the flat earth and brushed it off for about a week. And then it hit me like that dream I had with the light. <laughs> I was running through the park and I seen the sun in the sky and noticed it had moved since I got there. That's when I realized the earth wasn't orbiting the sun. That's when I dived in and learned all about the place God created. Then I found out it was in the Bible too. Then I was sold to the earth being flat. The moral to the story is God is God very real and does exist, but I feel like that's an understatement. I am proof he exists. We all are. We are his children. He is not bound by time, space, or matter, so the only way he can speak to you is through metaphorical signs in your daily life. So here I am now, five to six months later. I have clean lungs, a better job, eating healthier, buying a car next month, and most of all, I'm focusing on my goals. Giving myself something to look forward to. God gave me more than the guidance I asked for. He gave me hope. I applied myself and didn't give up, and he made my willpower even stronger. And I'm only stronger because of him. I'm sharing this to show my appreciation and acknowledgement of him. Never lose faith. It's always within you. Update. Now I have a car, better job making $15 an hour, and about to get an apartment, all because I'm blessed and applied myself. I'm really grateful. Steve Hooks. I'll say this. <laughs> Good for you, Steve Hooks. I'll say this. I'll say two things to that. Three things. Number one, that was not worth it. <laughs> I apologize to our listeners. I don't. And I judge you hard. No, man. Number, Wasn't that great? Number two. No, it was not. Number two. Congrats to Steve. I'm very happy that Steve Hooks has turned his life around and that he has stopped smoking and he's getting healthy. He's got a job and a car and all that good shit. Very proud of you, Steve. Keep it up. Number three, Steve, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> what I loved was buried in all of that was like flat earth. I get it. And then he just kept going. I was like, what? I have no problem with someone finding God. I have no problem with someone you like – having that motivate their lives at all that's fantastic and to, you know to have the thought that you know god put us here and this and that that's great have that run with it do you that's fantastic none of the flat earth concepts f relate to that in the slightest and i have no idea that was a very non sequitur when he went into that i love it he's like i was running in the park and, and i seen the sun the and sun. i saw that it moved and i realized it was real i'm like what are you talking about 
Hey, man, Brother Steve. <laughs> Brother Steve. Tell us. <laughs> you know what would make complete sense to Steve? A throwdown. Yeah. So today's throwdown. Oh, yeah. In honor of Brother Steve. Brother Steve. Uh, I really wanted to find, like, come up with something that was, that was, like, directly related to what we've been talking about the whole time. Yeah. Um, which I forgot was actually cultural stuff, and then we went into flat earthers, and my mind just totally latched onto that. Yeah, uh, none of that I want to talk about anymore. So Ha-ha. we're throwing a complete curveball into this one, and I think you're going to like this one. I hope so. So today we are going to do a uh, a Marvel character that I feel like gets under uh, overlooked, not okay. underlooked, or both. Maybe he gets over and underlooked. He rides right in the middle. Okay. Uh, we're going to do Hawkeye. All right. Right. Mm-hmm. Who is a pretty cool character when you mm-hmm. break him down. And we're going to pin him up against Green Arrow. I feel like we've already done this. No. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we've already done this. I'm willing, I'm willing to bet money we already have. Fuck. <laughs> I have a better one. I have one already, and I've been wanting to do this back, forever. Back. I'm willing to back. bet. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, there's too much to go through here. Because <laughs> initially what I was going to do... Save it. Okay. You got one that's fantastic. Yes. I've been, I, really... I, I've been talking for a while about putting a spreadsheet together of yes. ones that we've done so I can so this doesn't happen. Yes. And it finally, uh, 95 episodes in, it finally happened. Yes. So I think 95 episodes, that's as, pretty good. <laughs> I have to give myself credit. As soon as you said Hawkeye, I'm like, well, we've done Hawkeye recently. And then you're like, Green Arrow. And I'm like, uh. We did Hawkeye recently? Yes. God, we've done way too many throwdowns. <laughs> But here's one I've been wanting to do for a long time. Hit me with it. Terminator versus Alien. I think we did that one. No, we didn't. <laughs> How dare you? I brought it up multiple times, but we've never done it. All right. So, Justin, so Doug, I got to throw it in for you today. So, Justin, you're a pro in both of these. Absolutely. So, Terminator versus Alien. Terminator. Okay, why do you say Terminator? Because. Okay, I like where this is going. Because Flat Earth. Because <laughs> I had a dream. Done! <laughs> Guys, looked, thanks for listening to Mind Gap this week. I looked week. out the window in the space and saw the sun. I was like, yeah, it makes sense. Makes sense. Uh, Terminator can time travel. Done. Well, Terminator D-U-N itself. D-U-N, done. Terminator itself doesn't time travel. Which version of Terminator are we talking? Um, good question. Let's start with like the, the T-800, the one from like Terminator 1 and also Arnold Schwarzenegger in Terminator 2. Okay. Uh, uh, verse the alien, mm-hmm. the xenomorph, the xenomorph. From the alien franchise. Yes. Um, I would say that's a really good question. What is the T eight hundred made of? Do we ever do we ever like get a hard answer on that, or is it just metal, or is it I mean, like some like adamantium style that's just indestructible, like adamantium? Because we see in well, all no, he can go, he d- dips himself into the 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 shit, and he at the the molten shit at the end. Yeah, the great thing where he Arl holds up the thumbs yeah, up. Yeah, that's a, stupid shot. Yeah, that's a great shot. James Rahill loves that shot, <laughs> <laughs> and I love James Rahill. There we go. So therefore, we love James. Yeah. Um. So they definitely even in the first one, he was able to. I mean, it's very strong metal, right? But it's not you know impervious to damage okay then the next question is is the terminator uh metal skeleton or is it flesh covered because i feel like and this could have just been this could have just been a limitation of special effects at the time but i feel like when it's flesh covered 
it's got way more mobility than when it, it's just a metal skeleton. I think that was just visual effects. Okay, uh, so we're assuming time. that both versions of the yes. Terminator have as much. It's not right. Which is kind of when it crushed the skull at yeah. the beginning of T2. Like, yeah. that's kind of how it was moving, but yeah. all right. Um, you know what? I'm going to have to actually say... Well, that's the thing. I, I'm going to have to say Alien. So, okay, why do you say Alien? I'm going to say Alien because uh, it's got... Uh, it's got... Well, I don't see. This is where I start to lose it because I've never seen... Does it have stealth mode? Can, <laughs> it, can it do stealth mode? <laughs> it can move quick. It's got it's got acid blood. It's got concentrated acid for blood. Right. I feel like that right there. Well, here's the thing. So here, here this is why this is interesting right. to me. The scary thing about the alien movies is the fact that with humans, the aliens can stalk them. It doesn't really do stealth mode, but it can hide relatively well. It so, preys on fear. Well, the thing is, like, even if a human were to get in close combat with it and somehow win, the the, the blood is going to kill them. It's going to burn through them. It's going to kill them. Right. A Terminator could probably get severely damaged by it, but it would still survive. Do you think? So? Do you think that the, the the blood would be less damaging than the I mean, molten, it would, the molten lava? Well, here's what I'm saying. Let's like let's let's we'll give an example. The alien jumps out. The Terminator sees it, grabs it by the throat, and then right. somehow like breaks its neck, and then the blood sprays all over. It will melt through a lot of it, but in the end, it will survive. You think it will? It will. It will not, like... If you oh, it will. Okay. Oh, it will. Like, you know, unless, like, a whole bunch of aliens, like, just kind of, like, cut the, just the throats and just, like... Right. You just, know, like... Because yeah. the thing... The Terminator, if just it sees it as a Bukaki. threat... <laughs> you're really going going hard for this, aren't you? Yep. <laughs> um, so the Terminator is not bound by fear, and it's also only there to kill. So... It will it will do its job, and it's not afraid of acid getting on or anything like that. So I feel like the Terminator, Interesting. its resilience, and it's just one alien. But the thing is, like, with the alien, I mean, because the thing is, like, the well, alien... Well, what does the alien have, then? Well, the alien has its potential. It's very agile. I think okay. it's more yeah. agile than the Terminator. Especially it's a, if the Terminator's in raw form. Exactly. It's got a tail that's pretty deadly. It's, right. We've seen it impale people and things like that. Mm. It's got a double mouth right. for an attack, which I think would do some serious damage. No damage to a Terminator. Yeah, that's true. Terminator would just rip that thing out. I mean, he might be able to like pull some some wires out or something like that, you know, you know, or whatever. Um, so I feel like now I can't bend my left leg. It's like, oh no, <laughs> I must limp. So I feel like in that regard, like it's also got claws and stuff like that. So it could, I'm, it, it I'm could, putting it the Terminator. You sold me on the Terminator. I th- there's no contest. I feel like in, again, if we do like a hundred battles, the Terminator is going to win probably like eighty to ninety. Of them. I would say if the if the aliens teamed up and there was a group of aliens, if there's there was, more than one alien, any more than one, I would give the aliens the advantage. Right, but if it's a one on one thing, I'm going to say Terminator just based off the fact of what you said. Like they're not motivated by fear. Like there's no. It is. I'm here for one objective. And, it's, and the alien's it's, kind of the same way, too. The like, alien's the same way, but the alien still is a... It's more fragile. It's a sentient, uh, organic being. Mm-hmm. Whereas the ter- the Terminator is, as much as far as AI has come, it's not... Yes. It is programmed to do one thing. Yeah. And that is it. So I feel like because of that and because of the fact that it doesn't have fear, it's very pragmatic with, I'm just going to go straight forward and I'm going to kill. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And it also is not a human where it's susceptible to... 
you know, acid baths, if you yeah. will. So even if it like gets half of its its body burned, it's right. still going to survive. And it's still going to unless it's like obviously gets into its head and its circuits its and circuits, things like yeah. that. And then it would. It so would with perish. the caveat of an acid bath, yeah, I, I feel like the Terminator's got to have this one. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Awesome. And, I mean, and that's just with the T eight hundred. If we go with Ooh. any other model. It's we do the T one thousand absolutely, especially because yeah. I mean I, I can't imagine the acid. I mean with the liquid metal. He, I mean would well, the acid would, affect it? No, and I would also say he could just like open his arm up and let it, like if it was dripping, he yeah. just puts a hole in his arm, lets yeah. it drip through, and then closes his arm back up. Like, yeah. well, he's also more like he can turn his his arms into anything, right? I mean, exactly. Blades and everything. Whereas like the normal Terminator, I imagine would just have to crush, break, yeah, you know, rip apart, sort of find thing. a gun. <laughs> find a gun <laughs> or a motorcycle one of the two whip its dick around that's what it's, it's a metal dick right <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad we finally did that yay Terminator wins guys thanks for listening this was a fun episode we talked about some serious stuff we but did. we were just curious you know we want to talk about this stuff and, and honestly I, I encourage you all to have conversations you know like the only way that we move yes in and respectful. Yes. Those are the two words that we cannot stress enough. Intelligent, respectful conversations. But that's the only way that we move forward. Yes. And we move past a lot of the bigotry that we're that we're encountering, especially yeah. in the current climate. You know, and, you know, I obviously gave flat earthers a lot of shit, but I would love to sit down and talk with one of them and be like, why do you think this? Why are you wrong? Give <laughs> give me your perspective. Right. As I, I feel like, you know, if we can sit down and actually talk about this sort of stuff, like we're all going to get better for it. Sure. And I think that's the most important thing. So thank you for listening to us as we go on this 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 journey. The more you know. The more you know. Do, 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 do. Guys, you can find uh, MindGap on Facebook. We've got our page there. You can also find us on Twitter at MindGap Podcast. And if you can't tag us on Facebook, yeah. join the club. Because And I'm going to call Facebook the fuck out right now. Yeah, because I've submitted two support tickets, have not heard shit back, yeah. and we cannot tag our page. Yeah. If you at mention MindGap, it will not come up. Mind the Gap podcast comes up. There's a couple other Mind Gap things that show up too, which is kind of weird. And Mind the Gap things, and yeah. I just ours isn't coming up. So yeah. I'm so uh, feel free to message Facebook and just say what the what the what the ever loving f. Yes, yes. But on top of that, Justin uh, is a part of a website known yes. as Two East Eighth. Yes, uh, you can find well, you can find me online uh, at just stop plugging it. Justin, that's why I kind of like just kind of led yeah. you right into that. I, was I like, know. Uh, well, I still need to give the Twitter and Instagram. So yeah. Twitter and Instagram uh, at Justin underscore Michael spelled M I K E L. Uh, check us out on two East dot com slash Mind Gap. You can also find the best bar podcast ever on that site too. It's the uh, podcast I do with Milos every Monday or almost every Monday. Uh, check out some videos that we've got up on uh, Two East Eighth. And again, I plug it every fucking week, but we're going to be putting some more shit out. Drew and I are uh, Drew and I and Doug are are coming up with some really cool uh, ideas that we are mm-hmm. going to be putting into play uh, very soon. Hopefully, uh, got to keep the lights on though. We got to do stuff to keep the lights on. Goddamn right. Goddamn right. Um, on Instagram, no, I already did that. Where the fuck am I? Ah, while you're in the online realm, check us out on iTunes and Stitcher. Subscribe to us, review us, 30 seconds, just tell us how we're doing, what you think of us, anything you put on there, any subscribe or review that we get helps us kind of bump us up the ladder a little bit and, uh, you know, it makes us feel good and it uh, puts us in a better position to do some fun stuff. Goddamn right. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, guys, and let us know what you think about this podcast. If you uh, think we're idiots, if you agree with us, whatever, reach out to us. We'd love to have a discussion with you because that's how we do. And never forget that Officer Brock knows. Officer Brock always no. Spine Gap Podcast.